<laughs> is it time for recess yet? I'm so glad you found time to join us here on the Child Care Director's Chair, where Erica Sacoccio shares her best practices that she's refined through her passion of directing child care centers over the last 23 years. From parenting interaction, systems to save you time, money, and stress, to profitability. She shares it all from the Child Care Director's Chair. Hello guys, welcome back. It is Monday morning, one of my favorite days. Um, if it's not yours, I hope we can turn that around. Uh, last week we talked about um, putting together incentive plans for your staff on a shoestring budget. If you haven't uh, listened to that episode, I'd say pop on over, take a listen. It's a good one. Um, and we give you several strategies on areas where you can start. And one of the uh, topics that we talked about was creating a positive work environment. And so I thought today we would talk a little bit about what that might look like. As a child care professional, we're always looking for effective ways to maintain a healthy work-life balance and manage stress. Today's episode will share 10 practical strategies that will help you set boundaries and ensure a harmonious work environment in your child care center. By implementing these techniques, you can create a positive atmosphere for both yourself and the children under your care. Number one is you want to define your priorities. Start by identifying your priorities of what's truly important to you. This will help you establish boundaries and allocate your time and energy. Remember your well-being is just as important as the children and your staffs. Step number two is you have to communicate openly. Effective communication is key to setting up boundaries. Have clear expectations, express your limitations in your ability with your colleagues, with your parents, supervisors, and staff. And this will help you prevent misunderstandings and ensure that everyone is on the same page. Now, number three is one of the areas that I have had a hard time with in my experience um, over the last couple of years, but I've gotten better at this. So step number three is delegating responsibilities. Don't hesitate to delegate tasks to your colleagues, assistants, co-workers, co-teachers, whatever position you're in, but share those responsibilities. Not only will it lighten your workload, but it does also foster teamwork and collaboration within your child care center. And then also making sure that things are fair. Uh, because if something is 50-50, then it should be 50-50. And we all have our different strengths and weaknesses. And there are other people on your team that may be better at doing what you're doing. And they could probably do it in less time. So don't hesitate to share those responsibilities. Number four, another area that I've had a hard time with that I'm getting better at is establishing clear working hours. Set specific work hours and stick to them. Avoid taking work home with you whenever possible as this can blur the line between your personal and professional life. By having those designated work hours, you can create a healthy work-life balance and also enjoy your time off. And the other thing is when you're setting those work hours, if they change um, daily or weekly, you should, in fairness, let everyone know what, what you're working that week. So that way, if you expect people to expect those boundaries and respect them, they need to know what they are. So some of us have a alternating schedule, others do not. But if you have an alternating schedule, then it should look like I am off on Monday and Friday this week. However, I am available, 
you know, uh, open to close on, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So then that way you can't get upset with somebody if they message you on Friday, if it's your day off. And last week you worked on Friday. So, you know, let people know your schedule at the beginning of the week. So that that way, when you put in those boundaries, uh, they're clear. And then again, everyone's on the same page. Number five is take regular breaks. Remember to schedule regular breaks throughout the day. This will allow you to refocus, recharge, and manage your stress effectively. And then use that time to engage in activities that bring you joy or help you relax. Whether it's you take a 15-minute walk, you go, you know, refill your your big old jug of water with some ice water and a lime or a lemon. Um, just take a stretch. Uh, there is a person that I work with in my office um, at one of my other businesses, and he sets a timer, and he's so good at it, and he's diligent at it. Uh, so shout out to you, Derek. Um, but he sets a timer on his desk, and he makes sure that he gets a stretch and goes for a little walk and you know leaves his office for a few minutes, and it really does help him um, be productive and uh, refocus when he needs to. So um, it you know works great for him. And the other thing, when you take your breaks too, make sure that you recharge not only by taking that break, but refueling, making sure that you're staying adequately hydrated, especially in the in the summer. Make sure that you have you know some healthy snacks around, an apple or you know something that makes sense for you with your diet limitations. And I don't mean animal crackers. Um, I know we've all eaten the animal crackers for lunch, for breakfast, for dinner, for whatever, you know, whatever you can find on the uh, menu as you stay eight hours after after work to do your quick books. But um, so what I'm saying is, you know, that doesn't promote good work-life balance. And I know that there are times that you have to stay late at work. And if you're a childcare owner, to say that that's never going to happen would be ridiculous. We all know that that's not true. So if you do have to stay late and you know that you're staying late, perhaps you let your staff know and your parents know that you'll be coming in at 12 o'clock the next day. That way, maybe you can have breakfast with your your family or you could sleep in a little or, you know, just have the opportunity, again, to keep yourself balanced. Number six is practice self-care. Prioritize those self-care activities that promote your well-being. Engage in hobbies that you love. I happen to love podcasting. This is what I do for fun. Uh, exercising regularly, especially in the morning, is such a great way to get your day started, get enough sleep. I think that's probably one of the areas that many of us can work on. And it's hard because when you put your head on the pillow, so many things go through your mind. You're thinking about all the things uh, that you didn't get done. Um, one of the tips that they really say that will help you sleep is have a notebook and a paper, uh, maybe by your nightstand and all the thoughts that are in your head that you need to unload, unload them there. Um, and then that way they're not running through your head all night. And then again, as I said, maintain a healthy diet the best that you can. Taking care of yourself physically and mentally will help you stay energized and better equipped to handle the demands of your job. Tip number seven, seek support. Do not be afraid to ask for help or seek support when needed. Reach out to colleagues, friends, family members, co-owners if you own your program with another person um, or board members, anybody who can help provide guidance, lend a listening ear or assist you during challenging times. 
Remember, you're not on this journey alone. I also am friends with many childcare owners, and sometimes we call each other to vent or to talk about a new regulation that came out or a challenge that we might be having. Or if you're looking for staff and, you know, do you have any extra applications of folks that maybe you didn't hire or weren't the right fit because the schedule didn't work right for what you needed or it wasn't the age group that you were hiring. You know, any ways that you can collaborate and seek support from others in the field, I think is always great. And I would say too, this is why being a uh, member of different organizations really is a lifesaver, especially in this field. Um, So do it. Make sure you do it. Number eight, creating boundaries with technology. Gosh, I can't even tell you because I started this field. There was no technology to the extent that there is now. It is so important that we're establishing boundaries with technology. Set those specific times for checking your emails, work-related messages, and avoid constantly being connected. It is so hard. Disconnecting from technology during personal time will allow you to fully engage with your loved ones and recharge. And I know that many of you here have your own children, whether they're young or older, it doesn't really matter. Um, Try to not answer anything unless it's an emergency. And again, at the top, you know, tip number two, we talked about, you know, establishing those boundaries. And that's just another way to do it. Engaging in stress relief techniques is tip number nine. Explore various stress relief techniques such as deep breathing exercises, meditation, yoga. These practices will help you unwind, reduce reduce your stress levels, and promote a calm and peaceful mindset. So those that work with me or have worked with me over the years will tell you is very typical. When you walk in my office, I will have spa music playing. I will usually have some type of natural oil diffuser uh, going on in in my office. Um, Those are things that work for me. Everybody is different. I will say that I do find that either jazz music or, you know, uh, or spa music, relaxation music, uh, natural sounds of water, those types of things do tend to be calming for most people, which are why Infants a lot of times will have like a noise machine. So even at drop-off or pickup or times that you find that uh, the center itself starts to have a little bit of that energy that needs to come down a little bit, I would say, you know, implement that throughout your center, not just in your office, uh, because it can also help bring your staff down to that relaxed level, your children down to that relaxed level. And you can do some of these things with the children in your program, with your staff, in your program during work hours. These are not just outside of work hour uh, techniques that you can use. And number 10, last tip of the day, celebrate those achievements. Take that time to acknowledge and celebrate your accomplishments, both big and small. Recognize your hard work and the positive impact that you're making on the lives of children in your care, the impact on your community, the impact for your staff. Um, Because, you know, I think that really great directors are really good at celebrating the achievements of their staff and their children and and all of those things that you do every day. But make sure you don't forget about yourself. Um, And for the teachers listening, make sure you don't forget about your bosses because guess what? They're human too. So, you know, National Boss Day, 
Maybe don't forget about that, just like they don't forget about Teacher Appreciation Day. So celebrating achievements will boost motivation, overall job satisfaction. So make sure you set those boundaries, manage your stress, achieve a healthy work-life balance at your child care center. And remember, taking care of yourself is essential by providing the best care for the children you serve. So go ahead and prioritize your well-being on this Monday. You deserve it. Thank you for tuning in to the Child Care Director's Share. Hope to see you tomorrow. Bye. Well, all the cute little kiddos have been picked up and it's time to go home. And that'll do it for another episode of the Child Care Director's Chair. Please leave a review so Erica knows the information is helping you to manage and improve your child care centers. Remember to subscribe to get the latest episode from Erica's Child Care Director's Chair. <laughs>